0: Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit pcaPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google
1: Play. If there's no wind in your sails, you might want to start paddling. You're listening to Estimate Rocket Radio, the hassle-free online software for service contractors that keep your business running from lead to pay. We want your business to grow, so we make it easy to get your job done.
0: Today we have Tom Drost, Founder, CEO of Estimate Rocket, and we talk about what we see among a lot of business owners. And even in Estimate Rocket at times, it's the slog. It's that time in your business. And maybe it comes several times when things are so slow, or you're trying to get somewhere and you feel like you can never get there. We've seen business owners do really well and really poorly at this. So we talk about some of the better models of how to negotiate these time periods and make progress while inspiring your team. Mindset is everything. Hey, Tom, welcome to Estimate Rocket Radio.
1: Hey, Chris, great to be here.
0: So we're talking about the slog. We probably have mentioned this in the past here or there. I know this was something that when when this topic comes up, I feel like you have a lot of good things to say about this, maybe because you've seen enough business owners go through the slog. You've seen the ones that make it. You've seen some ones probably that struggle through it a little bit. You probably, in Estimate Rocket and, and your businesses, have been through the slog at times. So let's talk about it a little bit. What is the slog? What does it look like? When does it happen? What kind of businesses go through it?
1: The infamous slog. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting term, and it's one that I, you know, that comes up at various times. Um, it can happen. It can be anytime. What I think of as a slog generally is some something that you know needs to get done it's very important to get it done but it's just going to be freaking painful and Mm. you know there's no there's no easy silver bullet simple solution to it you just have to make a plan and put your head down and go through it and get it done Mm. and it can be and and the duration you know it can vary it it really depends upon you know what kind of mess you're in or you've gotten yourself into, or, mm-hmm. you know, it, it really is dependent. You know, sometimes it's a day. Okay. I got to put my head down for a day. I'm going to crank something out. I'm going to, you know, write this new manifesto or I'm going to you know, create this new code or uh, I'm going to build this great graphic or I'm going to teach myself how to use this new tool or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It, 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 you know, it's something that's in your way and it's significant. It's not something that you should just say, Oh, screw it. I'm just going to go around this thing. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm really going to have to, you know, get down and get it done to move mm-hmm. forward.
0: And before we get into like how it's actually done, you know, a good way of getting through it, let's, you, you mentioned a few examples there and let me just ask you, do you feel like we see in the life of a business when ten, people tend to hit it more or do they start out in in the slog? Do they tend to hit it? During a, a certain uh, stage of their growth, what?
1: Yeah, it can. It really can hit any time. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, you're probably going to run into your slogs when you're in transitionary periods. You know, mm-hmm. where you're you're crossing some you know uh, unknown boundary. Some you know the businesses talk about different revenue boundaries. Like, okay, five hundred thousand is your first boundary when you first start out as a, you know, as a sole operator, and then a million is, becomes the Holy grail. And then you get to a million and then, you know, 2 million becomes the Holy grail and then you get to 2 million and then 5 million becomes the Holy grail. And, and at each of those stages, there are things you have to do. There are changes you have to make. Um, And again, that's really dependent upon what your business is about how you got to where you are. Um, That's going to determine what that is. But it's just one of those, you got to be prepared for it. And I think that's, it's the persistence of working through those things, recognizing them, you know, planning and finding a solution to it and working through it that, you know, is kind of the hallmark of people that succeed.
0: Mm. Yeah. And, you know, it's fair to say too, that we really have, I think, an estimate rocket and I've been here for a couple of years, you've seen across the board, a lot of business owners and a lot of businesses that have been through the slog. So it's a real, it's a real thing. Do you think it takes people by surprise, or do you think people are very aware that it's there and they kind of know when they're hitting it? Or do you feel like people Uh, aren't really super aware that it's there?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure um I'm not sure people are always aware of it. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's not as bad as other times. You know, sometimes the slog literally is a day. I just got to do this thing. I'm going to hate it. And, but I know Mm -hmm. I got to do it and get it done. Um, But sometimes it can be, you know, months or a year, you know, if you decide, if you figure out, Hey, I really have to change this whole aspect or direction or process. It it can take a long period of time, depending upon your size and again, where you're at and how deep you are into it. So it it really depends. Mm -hmm. I think people recognize that they have a problem at times and it's a matter of whether they realize that um you know sometimes just hard grunt work and then i'm not Mm -hmm. saying it's necessarily physical a lot of the time the slog is this mental thing that the 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 task is so painful and mundane that you just like you just don't want to do it but you know you got to do it and that's, you know, that's, that's
0: the slog. <laughs> yeah. I, I've i seen it a couple of times when I've talked to some business owners that know, like they're hitting one of those boundaries you talked about mm. and they're like, okay, I got to make it past this, or I got to get to the next thing. And all of a sudden there is, they hit the doldrums, like all of a sudden, no wind, nothing catching their sail. Like they're just sitting <laughs> right. flat ocean, dry, hot. You know, it feels like they're in the middle of a desert or whatever, And and they don't know exactly what to do, and they maybe (laughs) they do, like you said, like sometimes they do have to plan the alone. That's is that what you said? Yeah, that's (laughs) so true. That could be one of the worst parts of it. I wonder too, like you know, it's that it's the times when yeah you feel like you're doing it on your own, and you got so we hear that one a lot too. But sometimes they're like, I know what I need to do, and it's maybe the procrastination of writing down business processes or planning out your next move or even even knowing what to do next even if you don't you don't know even kind of figuring out what what am i supposed to do could be a slog of its own then sometimes you know what to do and just feel like you can't find the time to do it other times you're doing it and it just takes forever to do <laughs> it's, there's so many so many weird ways <laughs> yeah, you can I get think, caught so- mired.
1: So I think there's the pre-slog, the pre-slog. Which is where you realize that you have to do something, but right. you're not sure exactly what or how yet that's the pre-slog. Right. And the, but yeah. the slog itself is that period okay. of time that you, it's going to take and there's no shortcut. My, right. uh, my friend Dan Burris always had this saying, he's a, a futurist that he uh, helps companies, you know, plan for the future. And, uh, and, and he talks about the uh, anticipatory organization. that You want your organization to anticipate what's going what's to happen before it happens, and and you know adapt to it rather than reacting, rather than a reactive organization where you're just oh this just happened we gotta we gotta fix it or do something about it. Anyway, he had this great saying: uh, take your biggest problem and skip it. You know that was one of his mm. big uh, big thoughts, and in a lot of cases, that really can work. You know, mm-hmm. the, a lot of, in a lot of cases and in, in some big companies, the, the solution is we're going to skip it by buying this other company that already does a great job at this thing and will fit right into ours. You know, there, there's a variety of different ways to skip it. Doesn't mean you're not going to address it or accomplish something. It just means you're not going to do it yourself or you're not going to do it the way you would typically go about it. But Mm -hmm. that doesn't always work. And then you have the slog (laughs) and you just have to get through it.
0: Okay. Well, let's talk about um, what kind of businesses or what kind of plans get you through it. So obviously there's just the getting through, you know, just do the thing. We called it, um, I remember at the Painter Network, we we called it do the dreaded thing. And (laughs) it was all about like, just do the thing you hate. Just do it. But it's right. easier said than done, especially when you're like, okay, I head in the right direction. Is this the way right. it's supposed to be? Is there a better way? So how how do you how do you see businesses getting through this slog in the best way?
1: Yeah, I think you just brought up a really good point though, Chris. There's uh, and and what you just said is really about the uncertainty factor. So you, you may, you realize you have a problem, you realize it's got to be solved, but you haven't solved it yet. Again, that's, that's pretty slog. You know, you got to, and it's, right. it's the beginning of the slog because you got to figure out how you're going to do it. You know, what the actual solution is, mm-hmm. even though you've identified the problem, sometimes the solution isn't quite as clear as the identification of the problem. Right. So that's a big, I think that's a really, really big part of it.
0: Yeah. Have you got, Have you got the solution? Okay. Well, let's suppose they, people have the solution, they're working on it. Is there any, I know, there's no easy way. Okay, sometimes there's just no easy way.
1: But how do you- A good plan. A good plan. You have to sort of, you have to think, think, you have to, you know, be a chess player and sort of think a few moves, as many moves ahead as you can think, Mm -hmm. because this thing is going to take you a bunch of steps probably. uh, And there may be some mini hurdles in there in, in the process the better the better plan you have and, and it can be as simple as a as a you know an outline of of how you're going to get from where you are to where you're going. It doesn't have to be a you know a 20-page book but having an outline for it will actually help you once you, as you you know get into the action because if nothing else it gives you a a guideline that you can look at and say okay we've already done I've done the first four steps already man we're flying here I only got 12 more steps to go and this thing will be done. So that mm. plan can really help to be a motivator and get you going as long as you can get that first one on the list checked off. That's the, that's right. the trick.
0: Yeah, that's momentum too. Is right. you could, Absolutely. And, and that momentum feels good. I mean, that's where you're not just sitting dead in the water. You're saying, okay, I see progress. I see movement. Boy, that's hope right. and hope is motivating. Right. If there's right. no wind,
1: yeah. start paddling.
0: right okay no but that's true that's a great line and we need to that's what i need to grab to put in this little quote box that i have for social media um if there's no wind start paddling now is that a lot is that a phrase that i just have never heard that it's out there or did you just make that up
1: no i just actually kind of made that up thinking of my um, when i've been sailing before and and you know the wind dies (laughs) and you're just kind of sitting there like Whuddling your thumbs, going, hmm, right. this is fun, but yeah, you know, what are we doing next? And, progress you know, is progress. paddling is a potential solution. Even right. if it's sometimes just turning the boat enough to catch the small amount oh, of wind that's there.
0: Oh, <laughs> I like that. But it's good for okay, so it could be very practical, but it also can be motivated. I mean, I think mindset is just about that's a lot of what life is all about. Because if you're not in the right mindset, you're not going to be in the right place doing the right thing when opportunity strikes. And like you said, it puts you in the path of the wind too. You know, it gets you. So I just think the work that needs to be in there, you you see the progress, you see I'm making a difference, I'm staying active. You stay sharp enough to be aware of what's going on, keeping your attention on the right things. That that could all be part of the value of knowing where you're at in the progress. What what step am I, I, I on? Absolutely. What, what do I do next? Am I doing the right thing? Boy? That's all mindset stuff. I love it.
1: yeah, but but that you again, another really good point, Chris. This is all mindset stuff. Mm. So the, the, if you can get yourself in the right mentality, you can accomplish anything. You know we all know right. that from some simple chore we've been assigned uh, that we just don't want to do to, you know, the biggest project you can possibly imagine. And, and it's all really just getting yourself in the mindset. Obviously, the shorter, if you can visualize the, the length of time it's going to take you to do it, mm. that does make it easier to get in the right mindset. doesn't necessarily make the task any easier, but it makes, makes it like, okay, this is only going to, instead of saying, oh God, it's going to take a whole day to do this. It's only going to take me one day and I can get this done. Mm. That simple switch in how you're thinking about it and talking about it Is a huge, huge, you know, step in accomplishing
0: it. Yeah, that's a good point. Reminds me of um, something I read recently in a book by the Dilbert author. Uh, I forget Uh what his name is, but he wrote a book called "How to Fail at Almost Everything and Still Win Big," (laughs) and it's it's funny. It's really funny, (laughs) but he's got a lot of really good points. He's a strategic thinker. I think you and him would get along. Both both you guys seem to. have a similar way of thinking about little systems that achieve big goals. But he says yeah. goals he, in a joking way, he says goals are for losers. But what he means is if you set a long range goal and you don't have the systems in place to give you a sense of achievement and accomplishment every single day, you're never going to hit those big things. And it's all, uh, it's all do or die for one big thing. He says, systems that keep you going every day that you can tweak as needed. Cause sometimes your goals change give you that mm-hmm. sense of, um, well-being to know I'm in the right place, doing the right thing. I'm, I'm achieving things. And it just gives you a hope and the next day it's about the system being played out for that day. So therefore, therefore you're not always like, okay, one day I may achieve something. No, every day you're doing something and you get to adjust, get a course correct as you go along. And that's one way I'm right. probably of keeping your mindset in the right place. Do you think?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and not only that, but, the the daily achievements and, and thinking about it in terms of what you're accomplishing, not just what you haven't yet accomplished. Right. Um, right. Also can help you, like you said, uh, do course, course corrections. I mean, you may get partway through this log and go, Oh man, I need to." This is we're, we're on the right track, but I think we need to, you know, veer a little bit to the left here to make sure that we get the maximum, you know, benefit out of this effort we're putting in.
0: Well, let me ask you when it comes to teams, is there okay? So we're talking about maybe how a leader or some leaders go through. But when you're communicating with your teams to get them through this log, let's suppose you have it mm. straight in your mind. You kind of know what to do. Is there anything else there as far as communication should go? How do you motivate people to get through a plateau or, or a tough time?
1: Yeah, I think it's in, I think it's encouragement and um, sharing uh, team successes. If it's if it's a team effort you know, sharing that other members of the team are succeeding too, and, and what their successes are or what the roadblocks are, uh, can help the whole team come together to, you know, to, to hopefully accomplish the goal.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sharing is so important. And I think it could be hard for some people in leadership to share oh, yeah. one, all the successes, but also to share some of the hardship and and not in the worst way. I don't mean like, um, demotivating your team with negativity, but, um, sharing what, what you're going through and allowing people to participate in solution making and to even just share the burden a little bit. Maybe that could feel help people feel invested. I don't know. I'm, I'm speaking as not an owner. Is that something I know you're probably careful about that, even with us as your team, but what do you think some of that could be helpful as you help your leaders transition into kind of the ownership mindset? I've heard some of that in leadership. How How do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's definitely a positive way to do that. I think the um, I think the tricky part of that is not everybody signed up to be an owner. So right, right. if you're sharing things that you know scare the shit out of you as the owner, you have to be careful because right. other people may perceive that like, oh my god, we're burning down. As opposed to the owner might might hear that and go, oh, we got some things to fix. I mean, it's a different, you know. You don't want people to be scared that you're in an unfixable situation. Yeah, you you want to, you know, you want to, but but sharing the the problem obviously helps your team get involved and and everybody help contribute to the solution. That's a big part yeah. of it for sure.
0: Yeah, that's true. Having buy in in some people having a stake in the company does not mean that they're privy to all the same. Pieces of information that every that the knowner has, the good or the bad. But that reminds me though that somebody is in that position of ultimate leadership. You kind of always have to contemplate worst case scenario. I mean, that's just probably part of the job. Like, okay, this is what it needs to be on course. But hey, over here, you know, we die on the vine over here or here, we rush into fire, you know, like you try. I right. don't want to communicate all those um, risk assessments, those ultimate risk assessments I get that makes some sense, yeah.
1: Tell us what's behind door number three.
0: <laughs> You're like, how about door number four? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. um what are the tips like to make it easier getting through the slog? again, we see this everybody's gonna hit it at some point. Anything else that would be helpful as people contemplate either yeah. approaching it or maybe they're in it right now?
1: I think. I think, um, you know, once you get into it or you feel it coming, I guess there's, there's two different, again, there's the pre-slog and the slog, Mm -hmm. but I think the most important thing, and you touched on this earlier is, is to make sure that you reflect on your victories, you know, even if they're Mm -hmm. short, if you're making progress, you've got to acknowledge that even though you may not be completely done with the task, because otherwise that the whole thing about the slog is this is something, whatever it is. It's not a slog if it isn't hard to get through, Mm. right? So encouraging, you need encouragement along the way, wherever possible. And probably even more importantly with a team, because if the team, you know, if it's, if you're doing it individually, well, then you just got to worry about motivating yourself. But when you're, when your whole team is involved, then you need to be, give them the positive motivation to you know, know that they're they're accomplishing something and that they're getting there and that there's an end, that there's light at the end of the tunnel and it's not in fact an oncoming train. They need to know <laughs> that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The, the reassurance reassurances and is it and positive feedback is really important. I'll say I'm 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 one who have not been good at that historically and I try to remind myself that you know people need that encouragement. Cause otherwise it feels like you're not getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's one well, of the things about the slog.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah. Feeling like you're getting somewhere. Yeah. No matter it's what, like, you got to like, feel like you're getting somewhere.
1: It's like quicksand. You feel like you're, you're moving, but you don't <laughs> feel like you're moving.
0: Yeah. Well, as somebody on your team, I feel like you do really well, uh, communicating a positive message, but what I even appreciate more than that, I, and everybody's a little bit different. I just say for the type of team member I am. I like when I get to share in the involvement of movement, you know, like I get to share in making something happen. So if we're getting there, I feel more confident if I'm at one of the paddles, you know, or, you know, (laughs) it doesn't mean I'm at the helm at all. It means that somewhere, something, something I'm doing feels like it's helping to propel us forward. And I feel like you do really good at that. Um, Making sure people feel like they have, a very meaningful task in part of the whole thing. So, anyway, that that's just my perspective on being on on your team. Um, cool. But like it's it. but it's yeah. And you know what? One thing also we we did this series on Estimate Rocket Radio not too long ago on managing uncertain times, and the slog can feel very uncertain. That could be like mm. the epitome of what feels like uncertain times. It's not necessarily dependent on the economy, but depending on where you are as a company. And one of the things you talked about was got to do the right thing all the time. Make sure your company's in good health because a lot of people are just trying to get through the slog or just getting to the next level. And they're going for broke to make it happen. And they're thinking we'll get our company in the right place later. We'll get online. We'll, we'll do healthy culture and all that good stuff later, but let's just get to this thing. But one of the points you brought up was no, no, no. You got to be a healthy company to really get through these times. The best way it's to be the most healthy company that you could be a good solid team, great communication finances where they need to be. Um, you know, you have to have a good solid plan for what you're selling, how you're selling it, um, how your profit versus sales and income is balanced. Talk talk to me real quick about that. I mean, I know you're a firm believer in that.
1: Yeah. I think, I think the important thing about that is the fewer fronts you're fighting a battle on, the easier the battle is to win. So Mm -hmm. when you're, when you're, you know, you've got this slog thing, which could be a a thing about your product. It could be a thing about your um, competition. It could be, you know, a a whole bunch of different thing, possibilities. Right.
0: Mm -hmm. But
1: um, if you're also struggling in two or three other areas at the same time, that's going to make it a lot harder. I mean, the slog, the, the slogging through a, a big thing for your company is much easier to handle when that's the only thing, mm, when there's yes. two or three other things at the same time, you know, again, that's like the, the triple slog. I can only slog through so many things at one time.
0: I love so. these terms are coming up with pre-slog, triple slog.
1: <laughs> We're going to have to trademark some of these terms. I think we, right? will. Oh, a we will, I'm on it, Tom, <laughs> um,
0: but that's a really good point. And you said the multiple fronts, boy, we do that so much in our lives. I mean, that's just a life lesson that takes you a lifetime to learn, but how important it is to, to approach the difficult times with the right resources and the right state of mind and the right health, man, that's, that's everything. So I just, we, we compound our problems way too much.
1: Oh, sure. Got to My couple of my favorite expressions are you got to pick your battles
0: Mm. and
1: uh, you got to let go of the little stuff. Yeah. Easy to both easy to say and hard to do, but that's that's, uh, that's a path to sanity and success, I guess.
0: Wow, love it! Getting all kinds of good stuff from you today. Well, um, I know this is a big topic because there's a lot of people that have to learn how to get through it, and we provide on a, a technology that takes a lot of time to learn, and it's it's designed to help people get through the slog and to. Um, even, even to manage the ones that are upcoming, <clears throat> you talked about having a good plan in the pre slog and all that stuff, making sure, Hey, it'd be great if you know, you're going to get hit to plan on it, you know, like what's, it'd just be so much nicer to know what's coming and when. And, um, we're just big believers because we see companies doing it all the time. So anyway, I, like I love that, the topic. Yeah. I hope that we return to it again. Um, anything, any other closing thoughts, Tom?
1: Uh, no, I think, I think we've uh, pretty thoroughly covered it. And just, you know, again, you got to, the whole, whole point of the slog is that is to recognize, hey, this is going to suck. But if we do it, we're going to be in a much better position than we are right now. Yeah, And that's, you know, that's, that's really all there is to it.
0: Yeah. So it kind of, it kind of justifies the whole process in a sense. If you know it's got a right. good end, it's, is it worth it? Man, that's what every body needs to ask themselves when they go through something difficult, hey, one question, right. just one. Is it worth it? If it's worth it, you do it. And you keep reminding yourself and you stay on the right path and you keep making progress. But
1: always ask the is it worth it question first. You're absolutely yeah. on the on the mark there because if it isn't worth it, then then skip it. <laughs> it's not right. It's definitely not worth it, the the slog effort.
0: Yeah. If it's worth it, it's worth the work. I always tie those two right. worth and work kind of go together. Yeah. But, man, if you got the work and you don't got the worth, you got a big problem. um, Big problem. Yeah, big problem. Okay, hey, Tom, we're going to have to revisit this again sometime. I know that a lot of, again, a lot of solutions we provide is to help people determine if it's worth it and then do the right work to to get to the right place. So thanks for being on. Thanks for all the debt you do, Tom.
1: My pleasure, Chris. Great conversation. This is Estimate Rocket Radio. Join our team at EstimateRocket.com.